Alrighty, boys, we're back with the last episode of the season. Um, <clears throat> want to start off by apologizing for the lack of episode last year. Unfortunately, it's always going to fall around Christmas Christmas time. Uh, this year, I was out at the river uh, with no computer, microphone, all that good stuff, so couldn't get it done. But uh, wanted to to wrap that week up a bit before hopping in to the championship week um because some crazy stuff happened and we got to get our happy goodbyes in uh for the teams that exited the wiener nationals and we got to get our sad goodbyes in for teams like myself that uh, experienced heartbreak and uh yeah had their had their dreams derailed so starting off with the matchups first right chat gptd's casey dunbar's breasty boys uh just a, a, a crazy high-octane matchup. Um, <clears throat> chat GPTDs down early. Looks like the Cinderella story's finally over, right? And then Jake Elliott hits four field goals and three extra points to push him up to 157 and a 10-point win. Breasty boys had a super flex QB in Sam Howell, not even muster one point. The big offseason acquisition, Travis Kelsey, only has six points. And just like that, his championship hopes are decimated. So just a crushing to v, uh, defeat to score 147 points. Um, show exactly what kind of caliber team you are, why you earn the bye, and then have the team you're playing, the fucking sixth seed, score 157 and beat you. So that was wild. Um, AT just, just keeps, the, keeps the train rolling and uh, dispatches KC. Dunbar the Elder out of the Yoffs. Other half of the bracket, Croto's Revenge of Little Tay group gets a well-rounded effort, sends the Carpet Walkers packing. Absolute fucking heartbreak for me. He's got Ravens D going against my Niners uh, towards the end on, on Christmas night there. Um, Brock throws four picks, which are all points for the Ravens D. Three of them are fucking tipped. Uh, and it looks all but lost, right? I also had 500 bucks on the Niners, so this game was not fun for me to watch. Uh, the in-laws kind of sensed me going into a dark place and all one by one kind of drifted off to bed by halftime or so. Um, but yeah, uh, towards the end, I'm, I'm kind of like quiet walking around the house, pacing as, as Ayuk and Kittle start, start catching passes in virtual garbage time, and I fucking take the lead late, and I'm like, all right, cool. I don't give a fuck. I lost 500 bucks. The Niners are getting their ass beat. Uh, at the time, I thought they were, they were losing the number one overall seed um, in actual football. But I was going to win my fucking championship, right? And Sam Darnold was actually passing the rock okay. He was throwing dots, hitting my guys. I go up by about 1.6 points. Um, the team marches down to the one-yard line, right? They're trying to get Elijah Mitchell in for a score. Um, but no, he can't get in. He gets stuffed. Next play, Sam fucking Darnold takes a sack. That's one point. So now I'm up by .6 points. And all I can have happen, or the only thing that's going to sink me is a pick and sure as shit, uh, fourth down and nine now after the fucking idiot took a sack. He tries to force a pass and, uh, gets picked off very easily. Down goes my season. Um. There was a lot of bullshit. You you break it down, I lose by, uh, what was it, a point and a half or so um, after that. 
Yeah, 1.6 points. Um, there are a lot of stuff that happened during during the during the normal matchups. Uh, Dak Prescott got credited with a fumble that was actually the running back's fault, so that was minus two. Uh, that pissed me off. And then in the Eagles game, I was watching just because I knew Jalen Hurts had to have a just a mediocre game for me to have a shot. And uh, their first touchdown drive, fucking DeAndre Swift on like a 20-yard run gets down to the goal line. He's got the head of steam, and then he gets stood up by like a cornerback who weighs what looks like a buck fifty, and pushed back into the field of play um, just so Jalen Hurts can score on the fucking tush push later. So, um, yeah, a lot, lot of, lot of uh, unfortunate events for me. Silver lining is I would have lost this week in the championship anyway, so sorry for the long-winded uh, bitch fest. But, uh, yeah, was not too happy in that moment. Uh, basically reverse hat trick going 0 for 3 in terms of my life parlay on Christmas night. Niners lose. I lost a huge bet and I got booted from the fantasy offs. So it is what it is. Uh, the Wiener Nationals from that week, week 16. Wilga beats a less than honorable Dilly, 104 to 74. Dilly snuck in a bad lineup. I didn't catch it while I was at the, at the river with poor service. Um, you absolutely would start mixing Gibbs and Lamb if you're trying to win. Those guys totaled 52 points, while Madison, Gibson, and Dotson totaled about 15. Uh, if you swap those guys out, Dilly would have won by 7 points or so. So it's kind of bullshit. Uh, fucked with E.T.'s bets that I refunded because I'm a good fucking guy. Um, <clears throat> but at least Woga doesn't have to repeat his own punishment. So there's a silver lining there. Uh, in the other half of that bracket, Boyer 7 smacks down on the chins, 137-108. to 108, Avoids the hot dogs in year one of Triple GFL for him. Good job, buddy. Uh, honorable matchup, Derek Carr and Miami's kicker coming through for Boyer to elevate him out of the Wiener Nationals, which was good. Um, I kind of read that with poor inflection. I was going to say honorable matchup, meaning both... Uh, <laughs> Both teams started their best. So, moving on to the happy goodbyes from Week 16. Boyer 7. A four-game skid to land in the Nationals, but a whopping performance, 137 points to escape the Dogs. Streaky team this year. Um, They were either winning three-plus in a row, losing three-plus in a row. Um, They never were going back and forth, win-loss, win-loss. It was always... um, High highs and low lows, you might say. The team is pretty solid. Uh, the draft needs, I would think, were probably quarterback. Uh, his QB2 is Derek Carr. Um, maybe he gets another year. I can't imagine him being uh, a fantasy uh, value for that much longer. Um, so maybe he looks at running backs as well. He's kind of got a smorgasbord of, of mediocre running backs. Mediocre to good running backs. Um, Ramondre Stevenson, Jerome Ford, so Nick Chubb injury there. James Conner, who, who's aging a bit. Um, Jamal Williams isn't really much, right? Gus Edwards is good. So we'll see. But, yeah, I would think quarterback for him. Um, yeah. Wilga, happy goodbye. Not a fantastic year. Uh, first overall pick, Bryce Young, has been quite the dud. Uh, five-win team, 
Highlight of the season, probably just playing spoiler for Boyer 7, uh, which sprung AT into the offs. Um, third overall pick next year. I'd be shocked if he doesn't end up with Drake May or Michael Penix. Um, I think he just has to go there. He's got he's got weapons otherwise. Um, but yeah, he really he really needs to fix his Bryce Young problem. I'd say. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so we'll see. Third, uh, yeah, yeah, second, third overall pick. Sorry. Um, sad goodbyes. Starting with Breesty boys. It's just the year that wasn't for him. He felt destined for the helmet. 147 points and eliminated in his first playoff matchup. Um, bye week teams are actually one and three in the semis historically. So rest versus rust debate, perhaps. Um, <laughs> KC made the top ten weekly scores in league history twice this year. Uh, the second most points ever in a GFL triple GFL season. Um, his team still positioned very well, which is important because he only has a third rounder in the upcoming draft. Uh, maybe he starts to look at planning for the longevity of the tight end position. Travis Kelsey is is looking kind of funky out there lately. Um, maybe it's the pussy. Maybe it's the aging joints. Who's to say? Moving on. Very sad goodbye myself, the carpet walkers. What can I say? I've had a bye week in both seasons, and I'm 0-2 in the playoffs. Um, really thought I had Croto at the end there. Retrospectively, it, it makes it much easier knowing I would have got dog-walked in the championship by the Lord's team, ChatGPTDs. Um, if there is a god, it's it's probably an AI, based on, on how things have unfolded in this great group of guys, Fantasy Football League. Um, I feel good about my team still. QB room is getting a little bit old, but still good, right? They're still dangerous. I mean, two is not old, but Prescott's aging a bit. Uh, Kirk Cousins is old and tore ACL or uh, Achilles. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, injury question marks with Chubb and Cousins, obviously. I'll probably be on the lookout for a QB or running back, depending on, on who falls to me at 11. Um, but yeah, the, the big dogs will probably be off the board, so not holding my breath for a, a crazy contributor, just looking to try to find a guy in a good situation, perhaps. Um, so that's it, right? Uh, later on, or actually coming up shortly, we will get a joint interview, hopefully, if I can get AT and Dilly on the phone at the same time. We'll walk through their matchups. Um, do the happy goodbye, sad goodbye for the for the teams that lost, and uh, yeah, just just get some takes on um, on what's going to happen in the off season here. Wrap the whole league up with a nice little bow, and uh, be on with our lives. So, without further ado, let's get those dudes on the line. Hello, sir. Andrew, um, I'm going to try to get Dilly on the line here. I don't know if I, like, can I even call his, like, can I call his email address thing? Does his number show up as an email address to you? Yeah. Just have him call you. Just text him, say, call me, and then merge the call when it comes in. Okay. Yeah, yeah good call. Dilly. 
call me, then I'll merge. There we go. Uh, while we're waiting for that, uh, did you get my Zell? I did. All right, so you're paid up. I am. I am. So, so it was. Uh, it's a thousand. Is a hundred bucks to go to the second place person or something for like next season? No, the pool is only a thousand this season because you guys didn't pay. Uh, being expansion oh, teams, gotcha, so gotcha. next year it'll be twelve hundred. Cool. <clears throat> well, then I should have had you send me nine hundred and just keep a hundred for next year. Hey, yeah, uh, we've we've done that before. You just call me right now. Hold on. Ah, shit! I hung up on Andrew. What's up, man? Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let me put you on hold and call him back. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I hung up on you, but he's on the other line. One sec. Merge. Boys, do I have you both? Hello. Hello. Alright. Fucking right. Look at this. Look at this, JC. Look at you. Yeah, it's like stepping up your production. Yeah, Paul Rudd opening up some uh, some hot wing sauce and look at us. Just fucking look at look us. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing? I think I got a cough just like Dilly. There was that you? No, that was me. Oh, I coughed too. Oh no, <laughs> dude, I got like walking pneumonia or some shit. I feel fine, but like I just hear fucking mucus in my lungs. But that's uh. Yeah. We can put that off for another podcast. Um, uh, mine was probably because I was I just finished doing sprints at the park and uh, <laughs> like that. So yep, yep. Humble brag. Stay in shape, boys. Get at me. You going out for the local high school team? I haven't done any kind of like sprint conditioning in yeah. probably fifteen years. And it shows. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nah, just you're not wrong. Uh, uh, but I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing again. I'm playing some ice hockey tonight. So I was like. Um, and you get warmed up, and I was planning on doing this this morning, but I never got to it. But I got asked to play on like a another team tonight, so I'm gonna sub in, and it's like a lower level team, like like a, a C league or something. And I'm like, all right, I guess I could still do sprints if it's not gonna be as competitive of a league. Well, you're a top line guy down there, huh? I, yeah, yeah that's goals. what the guy said. Yeah, I should ex- you should expect no more, no less than uh, two goals and three points from me. I'm gonna hold you to that. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Put the over on plus two and a half uh, for uh, points for Drew. <laughs> so, boys, I want to get into a little bit your takes on on your matchups, also what your kind of plans are for the off season. But first, before we do that, I just want to get the the happy goodbye and sad goodbye out of the way. Um, you guys can chime in whenever. But the first up, the happy goodbye, escaping the wiener punishment. We got Parsons. Jordan Love. Skin of his teeth. Yeah, no, Jordan Love came through for him. Uh, his team was actually good at times, uh, outperforming his expansion counterpart early in the year. Um, but he's got a great pick for next year. Hopefully, he gets, uh, I'd imagine, an elite quarterback or something um, with that number two pick to go alongside A. Chan and Pacheco. And uh, hopefully, he's looking a little bit better next year. Any thoughts on, on the chins? He's got a solid little team. I like. I feel like uh, Jordan Love panning out is going to be big for him. Yeah, that was unexpected. For sure. And then if yeah, if Trevor Lawrence can can kind of come back to life a bit, then he's then he's got his quarterbacks dialed. And I think Achan and Pacheco are like two of the most kind of solid dynasty guys 
um, just because they're young and fucking electric. Like, I don't. Even, I think his first round pick might be available. I don't even know if he wants a quarterback. Uh, I don't know. I, I I might take one if I was him, but I think I think the way he was talking in the group chat made it sound like his first round pick might be available. I don't know if he wants one. I think he kind of wants some Maserati Mar or something. Hey, we'll see. We'll see some uh, some GM work perhaps. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. But the future's yeah. looking okay for the boy, so uh, he's paying a league fee next year. That's for fucking sure. Damn right. <laughs> And then uh, our sad goodbye, Revenge of Lil Tay. Um, a lower playoff seed, just like the champ there. They went on a pretty good run. Uh, Jalen Hurts, fantasy Jesus, as long as that rugby play tush-push is allowed. Um, yeah, any any thoughts on, on this guy? It was, uh, you know, as a, as a great opponent, you know what I mean? Just a really respectable <laughs> Hey, he, he ran into a team of destiny. It happens to the best of us. Um, Fucking right. I think his team's aging a bit. That's the only thing, right? Uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers, who knows if he ever plays again. Um, got a couple injured wide receivers. I don't know what he's going to do in the draft. And his pick should be late or late middle because he goes by regular season finish. So... We'll see, but I think he uh, he's got a good shot at making it back to the to the Yoffs picture. Honestly, I felt I felt good match. I mean, all playoffs, I was like, "What am I doing here?" But like, I did feel good matching up against him. It was like Breasty Boys, who I really think was the the, the better team. The team probably should have won the championship out of everybody. Um, but um, I do like a couple of. Uh, I forget. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's name, but that running back for Jaguars that Croto has, he he had a great week last week. Etn, uh, he looked pretty good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, he looked good. But it could have been because Lawrence was out too. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, I I, I kind I did the happy goodbyes, sad goodbyes earlier um, for last week. I'm talking about Breasty Boys. Like, it's just the year that wasn't for them. I, I felt like it was destined for them to get the get the helmet trophy. But um, a note I made there too. Teams that have bye weeks in this league are one and three in their semifinals Ooh. performances. The only one that made it out was quarter champ last year, Dilly. So, <laughs> wow. yeah, damn straight. <laughs> um, all right, so that's it. Happy goodbye, sad goodbye, out of the way. I want to start with the Wiener Nationals matchup first, Dilly. We force you to start your actual team before getting into the matchup. Let's hash this out. Put it to rest. Give us your perspective. Oh, you know, stand on your hill. We're here for it. Um, just give us your side of the story. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate the soapbox to stand on. I mean, <laughs> look, I, I just assumed that tanking was a part of this whole Dynasty League deal. Like, I just thought I, I wasn't. I didn't want to try anything and play in like injured guys or anything, but. <laughs> when I traded Joe Burrow, I thought it was pretty evident that uh, I need to get a quarterback in the draft. So, <laughs> um, I, didn't, I didn't think it was uh, it was really an issue. <laughs> I thought it was. I mean, I think that's. I thought that was kind of why we had the punishment being eating so many hot dogs. So I thought it was cool. And then I started at, after our our heated debate. I started asking some of my my buddies and it turns out i am indeed the asshole and i should be playing my lineup the whole time so you know this happens to the best of us but yeah i just thought i just figured i mean going watching the ducks do it so much the last few years uh, i just thought i had a good handle on how to tank a little bit um 
it worked, I guess, for a little bit, but I guess I should have been playing them the whole time. I don't know. I mean, outside of CD Lamb, I don't know how much of a difference it really would have made because uh, I didn't have a quarterback. So Let me put it. Can I, can, I, can I weigh in a little bit here? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, Open forum. Dilly, so, so when it comes to, like, like I, I, I can't blame you for doing it. Like, no one said, no, we didn't have something in play that was like, don't do this, right? So I think, like, you were just doing what you thought was right. But yeah. two things. <clears throat> one's for you, one's for JC. So first thing's for you. Like, like when there's a book involved and people have bets on the line, mm-hmm. that's when it's like, ooh, now you're messing with the book. And that's when it's like, damn. And JC has to, like, pay people back for their bets. And it just kind of ruins all the strategy there that goes to that because it's, like, messing with that. So I think that's... That's the only thing I would have to say is when we think outside of like the fantasy football perspective, um, we're messing with the book. And then for JC, which we'll is like, on one second, that is but, a good yeah. point. But it also wasn't like I was hiding. Like I was doing that for. It wasn't like I started doing Dude, it in, know, right? in the playoffs either. I so think, like I think Carp just caught it last last week. That was it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I wasn't. I I was pretty pissed. Like I I was I was pretty pissed when my team was sucking. So I kind of stopped caring. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everything. So like but I. But it's a good point. The book. I don't want to fuck with the book. That that is a good point. People who had money riding on it, like ET, was all over your team. He's like, look what he's doing. Like a week before, he's like, look what he's doing. Look at he's. Oh, he texted me. Well, I don't know if he's so much a man of integrity if he's having side conversations because so I'm out at the river with poor service, so texts come in like sparingly. Um, and I get one and say, Hey, can I put money on can I like put a side bet on on Dilly's team, even money for him to lose the whole thing? And this like so the the semifinals (laughs) were like just starting. And I got the text like three hours late, so the matchups had just started. And I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever. Like, nobody else's bets won. So I was like, hey, fuck, dude, whatever. Like, you can, I'll take even money because it was like a one out of four chance. But I, I had no service. My app wouldn't even load. So I couldn't even look at Dilly's lineup. I just knew he was mm-hmm. one of four left. I was like, I'll take even yeah, money yeah. on that. Um, and then, so to hear he's having that conversation, knowing, like, talking to you about tanking and then putting that bet in. I almost feel like I shouldn't have have refunded him. Maybe but not a man of integrity. Oh, <laughs> no, he's not. This is what it is. We're just a bunch of degenerates here. We're just we playing the out. Fucking yeah. trying to get money one way or another. No, like touche, Evan. You're not. You're not respectful. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. And then the other point, the other to JC. This is why we implement a have fun and play fair rule right away. We got to implement that standard. Yeah. Adopted from hockey, 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 but have fun, play fair. Is, is is implemented now, right? Like that's what we gotta do. <laughs> Which in JC's defense should be should be the standard rule, but we are a bunch of degenerates. So. Yeah. yeah, no, I like I, I think it's just uh you know, we're we're a fairly young league in terms of, of uh, league history, so these things is the first time we encountered it, so it's gonna set the precedent moving forward. I think the the negative side of what you did if we were to just allow it at all times, I think the the league punishment would just get way nastier, most likely, to like try to make it so no one even wants to consider that. And then the the second thing is I would just have to take the sports book off of the the Wiener National bracket just because 
it's kind of sketchy at that point. But so I don't or like just, either of those things. Or just don't go. Just like make it so that if you, if you get last place, you don't get the first pick. You just go with what's in the wake of the season. But like at the end of the day, I don't want the punishments to get more extreme because what's next? Like Dilly's going to be like, you have to chop off one of your fingers. And like and then <laughs> well, eat it. okay, let's be real. We went from a fucking calendar to sixty four hot dogs in a week. There's thirty <laughs> escalations going on here. We need to put what's a turbo. Choose your choose your least favorite foot because you're losing. Yeah. One out. For fuck's sake, Wilka! I got your calendar sitting on my desk here, and it's like there's like twelve pictures, and now I got to eat sixty four hot dogs. But I digress. I I I, I can't wait to eat the hot dogs. I will help you. I go to Costco. We can get a pack of them, and then I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you a Venmo from the winnings because I am people's champ, and I want to. You shouldn't oh, no, have to no, dip. No, 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 no. <laughs> This is gonna be this is gonna be in integrity central now. I can't I can't be taking money from the winner just to pay my hot dogs off. It's a donation. I'm actually thinking about this. I think I'm gonna have to mix in some like like hot dogs, but maybe like some some vegan ones or something like that. So I'm not just putting. I gotta I gotta figure out how to switch up the flavor a little bit. Besides, we should have, we should have had a league doctor or something like that to keep an eye yeah. keep an eye on me the whole day. This is what I love wife, getting into getting into the granulars of eating hot dogs. Yeah, she said you're going to take years off your life for this punishment. And I was like, yes, fantasy football, baby. What, what are we going to do? Does she know you, yeah, you kind of tanked towards it as well? Oh, yeah, she knows. She okay, knows. okay. I told her, I told her everything. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. breaking it down. It, there hey, was please. a moment in the Packers game where I kind of did. I was like, I I don't want to lose this now. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> real, I, like, I don't know if I really want to lose this anymore. So is there – I mean, you, go ahead, Andrew, sorry. I was just going to say, if these football players are going to put their lives on the line, we're going to put our stomachs on the line for them. Exactly. At least we can do these, these athletes. Now, JC, go ahead. Uh, so I was going to say, Dilly, are you, since you have number one overall worked out, right? We made you start the best team ever, and you still got what you wanted out of it. Are you locked in on Caleb Williams, or is it kind of like now that Penix is kind of balling out, you're like, oh, shit, like did first overall really matter? Or is there enough of a – debate on who's the actual number one to where you're like fuck number two kind of sounded good now uh i think i was always okay with number one or number two i think williams is still the play like i think honestly though it just depends on how the draft plays out like where they go i think that matters more than almost anything i like Penix. i don't think i think he's still probably because he's 24 and got a couple d injuries under his belt like i'm not sure if the longevity is there to make it worth taking him number one overall, even no matter which what. team is he coming from? Washington. Washington. Oh, that's the lefty. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. He's lefty, and the lefty quarterback just—I I don't know—just doesn't sit right with me. I don't know if I can have that on my team. So. <laughs> you know what worries me most about Williams is like this is <clears throat> not his football. It's like the attention that comes in the NFL, and it's like, does he have the? Does he have the wherewithal to be like a? you know, crafty 16-year veteran that's required. And you don't need him for 16 years, but, like, is he going to come in and get all this hype and then it's going to, like, distract him or something like that? You know what I mean? I yeah. get worried about that. I mean, without sounding like a, a Stavro Halakis, like, Ronnie video, there's <laughs> something about Drake May that makes it seem like he's going to be, like, playing the league longer. But I, me and Tyler were talking about this for a few weeks. Like, I don't even know if he is 1-1 overall just because of that, Drew. Like, you just yeah. don't. You don't know. I mean, there was some. He didn't care a lot, and when he didn't care, he did not play well. So yeah, I think yeah. that's definitely. But the talent's there for sure. So we'll see. I mean, it's tough to say no to a couple 
hundred million dollar contract dangling there for you. So. <laughs> Alrighty, so yeah, good, good to get that talk out of the way. Any comments on the actual actual matchup, Dilly? Um, um, I mean, I thought I thought I had a one after CD. Like I really did. I thought there was no chance I was I was losing. So uh, I was impressed with the comeback. Tyler Tyler has a, a pretty good team. Uh, I'm kind of surprised he did as bad as he did. I think he's got a pretty good team. In retrospect, do you think the expansion draft was pretty pretty fair? I mean, we have one team that. No offense, Andrew. No one thought was going to get there. Then wins the championship. Another one ends up on the bottom, but scores 130 whatever points in the last week of the season. So, and I think it's kind of like fantasy football. You know, like it just takes uh, either like a lucky week or a string of good weeks, and then the guy gets a bunch of playing time. Like you know, who, who knew Devon A. Chain was going to be like a a 70 yard touchdown merchant? <laughs> Which, by the way, Tyler was keeping on his bench all year too, and then decided to play in the, in the Wiener Nationals. run continued uh you know slow slower start for both teams in the ship but you end up pulling away kyron williams three touchdowns justin fields goes off again uh just a phenomenal finish from a group of uh, ragtags there so any comments dude seven straight wins to end the season fucking wild (laughs) i was fucking what what that makes me like four and six or something like that I was terrible and I have no idea and then I had to have a couple people lose to get in like the week before the last week of the season regular season I think Greasy had to lose or something like somebody had to lose and they Wilga, lost yeah Wilga was spoiler they kept Boyer 7 out of the playoffs by beating him and you slide in so but that was that was the last week of the season there was another one like that like the week before I won't get into it I can't remember the names but there was another one that like great they won I think it was like show me the Skrilla one or something like that or lost yeah yeah okay still got a chance and then and then we'll go one and I'm like holy crap I'm in (laughs) and I just like dude everywhere you look these last three weeks like you go through my lineup everybody contributed and then like two touchdowns by Mike Williams Ridley two touchdowns and I don't start Amari Cooper, guys. I had Amari Cooper on my bench, and I still win. 56 points just sitting there. I would have had over 200 points that week with him in. Like, it's just, I got I got very fortunate, and it just goes to show you don't have to watch football to win this league. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> Let me ask you this, Drew. What was, the, what was the championship moment? What was, like, the DVD turnaround, Dude. championship DVD part of your season that, like, Dude. turned it around? Uh, it, it's always, it's always been, and guys, I can't wait. I'm so happy to bring this up. Thanks for asking Billy. It, it was from day one. It was Dylan Having having the worst prediction of all time. <laughs> First name out of his mouth when asked who's the worst team. Can we all agree to never let him forget how terrible of a prediction it was? He said I was going to be the worst team in the league. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> 
I was like, a good team like that, Bulletin for me. Exactly. We had a we had a big cardboard cutout of him, and he's naked right now in my house. Piece of clothing, piece of clothing. Uh, no, I think it was it was spending ninety eight bucks on Jake Browning and, and getting him to make sure. Oh, like, I forgot about like, that, <laughs> dude. Crazy, just crazy stuff, and like I don't know, man. I, I, I it, it was when well, the week of the championship. Evans like, well, you're coming over and watching Red Zone. Like, we're gonna have a great time, and like we decided because like only three players out of the whole matchup weren't not were not playing at the ten o'clock starts on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So we knew it was pretty much gonna be decided after the first round of game Sunday. So we didn't look at our phones. We're just like, let's just watch Red Zone, keep an eye on things. And I was like, Kyron Williams with the touchdown, like. Like fields with a touchdown, and we just kept going. Like, dude, I think I'm crushing it right now. And so, after the first round though, is uh, done, at the afternoon game start, we look, and I'm like, dude, I'm up by 40. Oh shit, I think I'm gonna win this thing. And so, yeah, uh, uh, Williams third touchdown. Evan and I are like jumping up and down, high five each other. It was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. Um, <clears throat> most football I've watched all season last last two weeks. Uh, you guys had my family had to like clockwork orange me to watch the Rose Bowl. I was like, my God, my <laughs> eyes are drying. It's too much fucking football, <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, it's just it's, should I be like people's champ these next couple of weeks, or should I be King Joffrey and just fucking be an asshole? I, I don't know. I'm still deciding, guys. <laughs> Man, it's, it's, it's a good segue. So do you got you got plans for the trophy? Do you have plans for the band I had to sell you? Um, what's what's next for the douche? Well, I mean, I'm spending most of the, like I said, the thousand bucks is like, I wasn't, I don't need the money, wasn't expecting it. So like, Dilly, I'm all down to like support the no, league no, about no. hot dogs. Uh, but I, I get it. I get it. But um, I think I'll girl out obviously, to a nice dinner. <laughs> yeah, of course. No, I think I'm going to obviously try to coordinate and fly out for, for Boise and like use some of that on a plane let's ticket. Like, super I'm, in, like, on that's, that's I'm in on that. I'm in on that. Let's uh, let's play yeah, that no, one. Oh, dude, yes, please. That'd be so much fun. And then to see, can you just can you just try to eat twenty hot dogs while we're there so we can film it? Sure. Be fun. <laughs> oh, I got. Oh, I'm filming. I'm filming everything. I mean, I might not literally film me sitting there eating like hot dog after hot. Dog. There will be some sort of like video compilation getting yeah. sent out daily for me. Sick. Well, so what is? Can I just like get the bet like the be all end all like what is the parameters of the punishment? I know it's like a lot of hot dogs. I think it's in like a week or something. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's sixty. I think the number is actually sixty three. Sixty three. Sixty three. In one week's time, the only parameters that were ever set up were it's buns included. Yeah. And then it's not like a cop-out mini dogs or whatever like that. It's no, a, no, it's no, a no. I mean, I might go, like I said, I might go different flavored dogs. We might be doing some, like, yeah, that's all chicken good. dogs or vegan dogs or whatever, but they'll be full, full-size full size hot dogs. So I they, dare you to do cheese stuffed dogs. <laughs> no, yeah, I thought about that. I was like, maybe to switch it up, I'll do cheese stuff, but there's no cheese way. Just, just do a different, a different, a different, style of hot dog every day it was hilarious we were literally like i was playing cards with my family on new year's eve like trying to plan out like what's the best way to try to do this (laughs) yeah um so i think the only like you you would have in my head from 1201 a.m one day to 1159 p.m on the seventh day um so let's plan a trip around it i'll I'll try to match you dog for dog as long as we're in the same zip code 
Um, for yeah. the for the actual trophy, Delice, I saw you make a comment about the sticker. If you want to take that responsibility, you can. I I had envisioned myself just doing it every year and like sending it out to wherever the helmet's going or whatever. Um, but if you want, like, we can also put that creative control into the to the past year's champ. So if you want to like design the sticker and, and throw it on the helmet and just send it to him, you can. I'll leave that up to you. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think that'd be great. That's a little wrinkle, I think. Yeah. You mean like you mean Gilly does like the sticker on it? He gets a sticker and throws it on there. Yeah, for your like he on the sticker now on the helmet now is like a it's like a co champ yeah, like Dilly and Habes. Um, yeah. Dilly so, Habes twenty two. Yeah. Gotcha. So then he can yeah. design the sticker with your team or your name or whatever, chuck it on there and then send it to you type deal. Yeah, yeah, it's been in the background of all my Zoom meetings for work. People are going to want to look at it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know exactly where it's going. It's going to be in the background of mine, too. I'll probably be blocking it. i got to lean over, but it'll look nice when it's right inside of the middle of the, the championship hockey belt, too. So, coming for God this year. Yeah. <laughs> the first double champ. I think I think what I got to do is stop watching hockey, and I'll maybe I'll work in my favor, right? Just, the theme it is has no worked in my point. favor so far. <laughs> oh, it's true. Yeah, you should probably start watching some hockey there, dude. <laughs> That'd be pretty epic if you were the double champ and I was the double loser. That'd be. I <laughs> uh, wouldn't hate it. <laughs> you wouldn't. <laughs> um, but I mean, dudes, like. If you look at my team, just to, real quick, as we're talking about champs, like championships, it's like if you look at the team, I, these are all guys I drafted. Other than Browning, like I've had the kicker from the Philadelphia Eagles or the Browns all season long. Everybody is the guy that I drafted. And I just kind of the last week I was like, do I start Tyrod Taylor? Do I put Cooper in? And then Cooper ended up not playing, so thank goodness I didn't. But I was like, dude, like Browning got me into the playoffs. These are all the guys that got me here. I'm I'm gonna ride it, and I just just kind of stuck with my guns and. E.T. was like, I don't know, you should do this. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm not listening to you. I got this. And, and thank goodness I did it, right? So it's just kind of crazy how the team ended up firing on all cylinders, just getting hot at the right time. Yeah. Dude. Can we talk for a second about Carpies? You know, you've been, I don't know if you talked about it in the pod, but I'd love to chat with you right now about that that just terrible interception. And I just felt, we all fell for you, dude, on that one. That was oh, a hard dude. Go out. So I, I, I get into it a little bit, so I, but I don't mind doubling up like the content. So, mind you, I'm with my in laws. <laughs> I'm like just kind of getting through it. I'm, I'm usually kind of, um, miserable there just because they have cats in the house so no matter how much benadryl and claritin i'm on like i'm pretty blown up so like i'm like usually a little bit like irritable so i'm like doing all kinds of andrew that's why i like climb that mountain behind their house going fishing all the time just anything to get out of the house but i was like watching the clock on christmas day and i was like cool like let's go back inside around 5 30 get set up watch my team it was a fucking negative hat trick i had 500 dollars on the niners by the spread my fantasy championship was riding on it, and also they're my favorite team. So by about halftime, everyone can sense that I'm kind of becoming a dark hole of emotions, and they all fucking go to bed. Um, so my 500 bucks is gone. My team's getting their ass kicked. I don't really envision them coming back and winning at all. But I'm like, fuck, okay, in garbage time, maybe they soften the defense up, and Ayuk and Kittle start catching some balls here. Like, I still got a shot in the fantasy uh, playoffs. 
And he had Ravens D, right? So all of the four picks from Purdy just adding on to his points. They're tipped. I'm like just getting more pissed. And then finally I take the lead by like 1.6 points. But Darnold's in there. I'm like, fuck, dude. Like every sack or interception is points against. Like this guy's a sketchy quarterback. I took the lead. They get down to the fucking one-yard line and can't punch it in. And I kind of start to think like, Oh no! Like time's expiring. He's gonna oh, get. No, yeah. He's gonna get super sketchy. So he takes the sack, negative one point or uh, positive one point for his defense. So now I'm up by like point six or point four or whatever. And that fourth and nine play or whatever, I was like, he's gonna throw a pick, and he did. And I'm just like, I'm the meme, like punching the air, just trying to be quiet because everyone's sleeping. I'm like, fuck, mother, fuck you, fuck you, like so pissed. Um. But there was other shit that's like that's what's crazy is that there was four picks from Purdy that had to get you to that point to where that stupid Darnold pick mattered. Yeah, like, it should have never Seriously. mattered in the first place. Like so Seriously. many balls and all that bullshit. And then there's there's other stuff like throughout the matchup, and it goes either way. Like there's some stuff where I probably got a lucky point or two, but I was watching earlier in the day, like knowing I was projected to lose by like ten. I was like, fuck, I'm gonna need all the points I can get. And like for example. Um, DeAndre Swift 20-yard run to the goal line, and he gets stood up when he has a full head of steam by, like, a cornerback. And they push him out of the like back into the regular field. And I'm like, oh, here goes the tush push. So there's six points. Um, thanks a lot, you fucking pussy. And then, <laughs> like... The fucking weight room. Yeah. fucking bitch. Like, the day before that, Dak Prescott had a handoff um, to Parsons or something. and uh, Or not Parsons, uh, Pollard. And it was definitely Pollard's fault, but they ruled the fumble for Prescott. And it was, like, oh, in the transition. I was like, oh, negative two. Like, thanks. So there's all these little things where I'm just like, Darnold, I'm going to find you, and I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Out of the league. Get him out of the league. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. It is what it is, man. Like, I, it, it helps knowing I would have got absolutely waxed by AT the next week, so. Pummeled. But anyways, yeah, like, everybody... <laughs> Everybody was like, Evan and I were both like, no. Like, we both I saw the pick, and we both were just like, looked at each other, like, do we even check the score right now? Like, if, are you serious? If we look, and it's like one point, we're like, dude, JC's on suicide watch. I almost sent you a text saying, I love you, man. I, you <laughs> I will admit that, like, I've, I've matured a little bit. When I, in my early days of fantasy, I was legitimately pissed just losing any time. I've matured to the most part. Like I have so much fun doing the podcast and, and being the commissioner of this league and hockey and all that. Um, but that one actually got me. I was in a legitimate dark place for a little while. There. I, dude, seriously, now you know what I'm talking about. When, when, I, right? when I lose in hockey and I'm like, fuck, now i got to go do a podcast. Like I'm not pumped about it. I'm not like I'm that pissed, but I'm like, I really don't want to dive in and deep dive and give all these awards out to people because I'm just pissed at my own damn team. Damn it, Marshawn. You know what I mean? Like It's... It's kind of hard. So when you texted, like, hey, I'm traveling, and it, I, I do want to dive in real quick and see how Seattle was, but, like, when I'm, like, you're like, I'm traveling, I'm rattled, I don't want to do this pod. I'm, I, when you sent that text out, I was like, dude, I, I, I completely understand. Totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> it makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah, I, was, uh, I had, like, three hours at home between the river trip and then uh, leaving to go towards L.A. to catch that train, and, like, we were kind of cleaning the house up i took the tree down really quick which was a nightmare um and i was like should i try to squeeze in the podcast thing i was like you know what 
fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do one next week. Like, I'm still yeah. kind of upset about this. Um, <laughs> but, uh, dude, Seattle was awesome. I'm, I took a bunch of videos. It's all that, a great game. Yeah, dude, yeah, that was sure. sick. I had, Like, I won some money back that I lost on the Niners by betting that. Um, the train ride was fucking awesome. I'm going to put stitch like a little video together and I'll like send it out or whatever. Just awesome. Yeah. But, uh, the train being on a sleeper train was so old timey and cool. And there's a <laughs> diner car and you get like three meals a day. They come by your sleeper cabin and they're like, Hey, do you want like a 1230 lunchtime? One thirty, And they force you to sit with other people on like a little four top table in the car. And you're kind of just like, you kind of just give in to like the, the old timey feel and you're like getting to know people's story and, there's definitely trained people that like, there's like, oh, I don't like flying. So I take this thing a couple times a year. And like, they're just fascinated with, oh my God. yeah, it's kind of cool. Like, dude, our first lunch was with this 87 year old dude named Rudy. And I was like, Hey Rudy, where, where are you headed, man? He's like patting his like shirt pocket. He's like, oh, I forget the name of the station. <laughs> he like, he literally for 10 minutes, can't remember where he's going. And then he finally goes, I'm going to Roseville. It's just above Sacramento. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I go back to my room and check. Like the stops and Roseville isn't one of them, so I'm really hoping that Rudy made it uh, to wherever he needed to go. Uh, <laughs> Rudy's still on the train. Yeah. Still <laughs> yeah, he's in Chicago. <laughs> but yeah, like the the sickest parts were were obviously the California coast, like above Santa Barbara, kind of up by like a Big Sur and shit. At yeah, um, the surf was fucking pounding. Like uh, for whatever reason, like the the waves were crazy. They um. You know Pismo, the campground where you can, like, ride dirt bikes and stuff? Yeah. A bunch of trailers got literally, like, washed out to sea. Like, people's, like, desert rig trailers. Um, So, you could tell, like, from the train, I was like, dude, that's, like, 10-foot surf. Like, that's crazy. And then um, Oregon was also sick. Like, so we, like, go to bed at, like, 10 p.m. in the Sacramento area. Um and you wake up, and I was, like, behind Mount Shasta, sun coming up over the mountains. Um, it was so fucking cool. I, I would do it again. Jackie probably would do it again. Yeah. Yeah, was, it, awesome. was it Amtrak? I don't know if there's any other pedestrian, like, uh, uh, trains. Is it, was it an Amtrak train or something? It was an Amtrak train. It's yeah, the Amtrak. They call it the Coastal Starlight, number 14. Sick. Yeah. That's what so that's what I would take from NAU back to Fullerton. Well, it, it, it stops at Fullerton, but I would get off at, at Riverside. Yeah. But it was overnight. So like I always wanted to. I would wake up early just to kind of get to my stop because they drop you off at like five thirty six in the morning. But certain times of the year it's kind of it's kind of lighter then. Yeah. And it was cool because I'd wake up and I'm just like, wow, it's kind of different than a plane where you can like face the window and see the countryside. So I was always like, I was happy that it was overnight because I could just sleep for eight hours on the train. It was great, but kind of bummed that I couldn't really experience like the coastline or like the desert as you're, or the mountains as you're driving back. So yeah, that's sick that you're able to do that. Yeah, I, was, I thought it was just really cool. I'd I'd do it again for sure. A little pricey for that long of a ride in a full sleeper cabin. Like we had a shower and shit in our room. It was two G's for the room. Um, so obviously more expensive than flights, but you can get a smaller room. And if you're just going up to like San Francisco or something, it's like 500 bucks or something like that. So not, not crazy. And, and more, I would definitely consider doing that again. That's cool. And you got good seats too at the stadium, man. You could see the rink. People in like the outfield or wherever it was on the other side, it looked like they were way far away from the rink. But whereas you guys were kind of like on top of it almost, you know, it looks pretty, it looked like you had a good view of the actual rink. 
Yeah, yeah. We were the third row from the top, so like a like the layman would think, oh, those are shitty seats. But I I mapped it out when I'm buying them. I was like, look, I want something that's high up, so you're looking down on the rink. Uh, dude, some like Seattle influencer chick that like works with the Mariners. I just saw her picture on Twitter, and she was sitting behind home plate, and it was the worst seat in the building. Like you're just looking yeah. at the boards. I'm like, oh, good job, idiot. Like you probably paid fucking twenty five hundred bucks for that. <laughs> She's like, shut up, you follow my feet on OnlyFans. Yeah. Like, oh, well, the fuck, man? Maybe I'm watching hockey at least, but yes. <laughs> I guess, dude. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Trust me, guys. I know I know all about these OnlyFans loopholes. Yeah. But yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. When I, we went to the Kings Ducks when the Ducks kicked our ass, yeah, there you go, Dealey. Little shout out to the Ducks. Five three, bitch. I think that was the score. Five three. I think I, I don't even know if we scored, dude, to be honest. It might have been like we, they might have skunked us like uh like that was like prime Jonas Hiller days. I think Dodger, that's yeah, uh, Dodger. Yeah, I think Dodger Stadium. Drew Doughty has, has a soundbite that'll show up in like hockey chirps compilations on YouTube from that yeah. game. I think he's talking to Dustin Penner or something. He's like, buddy, you suck at hockey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did suck at hockey. <laughs> pancakes. pancakes. But you played on that ice, Dilly? Yeah, we played like we did, I don't know, something. I was in the... The high school league down there is run by the Ducks, and um, it was like some ticket thing. And I think one of the rich parents at my school just like bought a bunch of tickets to a Ducks game, and then it was like the top two selling teams get to go play for an hour on the ice, go play a game. Yeah, they probably expensed it with so, their LLC and then wrote it off. Yeah, the I had to or something. <laughs> had to. So yeah, we drove down there, played a game, no Bucky warm ups and shit. It was awesome. Dang. It was sick. Fuck yeah. It was sick. That's awesome. We all, well, JC, I'm glad you had a good time. Made it back safe, and uh, I feel more like yourself after a tough loss. Dude, that sounds mm-hmm. awesome. You actually played on some at, at Dodger Stadium on the ice. That's nuts. So that's, that's badass. I, I'm, I'm going to go play in a C-League game here in about 10 minutes. <laughs> not really that cool. <laughs> all right, fellas. Well, uh, I guess we'll, we'll get it wrapped up unless you have anything else to say. Any, any recommendations? Um, for changes to the league or anything like that, or should we just uh, put a bow on this thing? Just have fun with this league. I love it too. I honestly never expected to win this year, and uh, you know, I hope I win another title with the same minimal effort I did this year. So we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna stick to the the drawing board, and that's uh, not watching football. <laughs> hey man, whatever works. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. All good right, shit. Boys. Thanks. Thanks for doing this, and we'll we'll chat soon. All right, see you, buddy. Thanks for doing this. Bye. Bye. All righty, fellas. Um, Thank you. Thank you again for AT and Dilly hopping on, walking us through their experience in their respective uh, championship weeks. Um, Great to hear Dilly's side from the tanking thing. Obviously, uh, you know, there's there's points to be made for, for both sides and, uh, I didn't think he was doing anything malicious. He was just trying to uh, sacrifice a little dog eating and, and get a good draft pick. And he's absolutely right. Some uh, some professional teams do that. Um, yeah, and I'm glad we were able to square it away moving forward. To AT's suggestion, I think we have a uh, have fun play fair rule, and uh, we don't do that. Or we can knock the the sports book off of the loser bracket. Um, I'm just gonna lean towards that honor system. But uh, yeah, it's good to good to hash that out. 
moving on, um, last couple pieces of the year, update, Capital One, Boyer Bowl Mania. Um, the commission, the respective commission, this, uh, this activity, Carmen is leading the the contest in terms of GGFL, G, uh, Triple GFL league members. Um, his his entry, Red Bull, gives me wins, twenty eight and fourteen, eighty nine point four percentile in terms of the country, good enough for third place so far. But he's got a shot. He can, <coughs> excuse me. He could win this thing, uh, depending on his Michigan-Washington pick. If he has a different pick than, than the two teams above him, honorable mention, Sean Parsons uh, is right above him at number two. Um, if Carmen has a different pick and that pick wins, he could pass both those dudes up. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do with it, and I think it's a close enough game that that it, it'll be tough right, to, to create the separation there. But he's got a shot. Moving down... Um, Seventh place, we got entry bowl sacks, Nate Devin, 25 and 17, 72.5 percentile in the country. Um, he does not have a shot at winning it. He has a shot at maybe getting nipped into the um, the payouts, right? But uh, yeah, he's he's uh, had a good had a good run, right? Second place for Triple GFL, uh, ninth place, third place for the football league members stop dropping bowl et 24 and 18 68.7 percentile uh right above me coming in fourth place uh riding the caboose uh, as they say just like i rode the caboose up to seattle itty bitty playoff committee 22 and 20 just embarrassing took a nosedive uh good for 65.2 percentile in the country um I was up as, as high as 82%, up around the third and fourth place of this whole contest. At one point, uh, took some bad hits. I think, let's see, which one's kind of sunk me? The, my losses early on, I didn't put any actual credit on. So what really hurt me, uh, Auburn lost to the Maryland Terrapins. Penn State lost at 33 points and 34 points, respectively, on those. Ohio State had 32 points on. Um, then I go on a good string... Uh, is that Wyoming, the Cowboys or whatever? 35 points there, 36 points on LSU's win, 43 points on Oregon's win, um, 37 points on Tennessee's win. I put money on, or put points on Alabama, uh, almost like an emotional hedge. Um, so they lost, so that was big. A lot of people had Michigan. Then they had 39 on Texas. That one sucked. Um, so... I kind of took a nosedive late, so I'm out of it. I'm just hoping to improve my position with the final matchup, the Michigan-Washington game there, so we'll see what happens. Um, In terms of the sports book, we kind of already did an update. There was, in fact, no winners. The only controversy was that uh, ET had a Wilga ticket um, that the way it played out should have cashed. And he also had a side bet on a Dilly ticket. I ended up just refunding both with the with the controversy. Um, but other than that, nobody won. So this is this is why sports books do futures bets, right? Most of them lose. Um, it's not to say I duped any of you. It's just to say that uh, I'm the one providing providing the bank. Um, and there's certainly some things that if they were to happen would have would have sunk me. Um, 
But I love doing it, so as long as you guys enjoy putting money down on the Fantasy League, I will keep doing it. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Bet of the week. Uh, I didn't have much. I'm going to take Nate Devin betting on Michigan. Overtime hit. Uh, he put, I think, 220 bucks to win 200 I believe it was. Um, just a ballsy pick. Riding with the team he wanted to win. I did the opposite. I had Alabama money um, just to soften the blow. Uh, we're both Michigan fans. Um, but it was really cool seeing Michigan win in overtime there. Um, yeah, so so great hit, Nate. Ending, ending the season with the, the bed of the week crown. And, and that's it, boys. This is episode 31. I'm not even going to try to think of a random NFL jersey. When I see 31, I just think high school Evan Taylor. Playing some safety, playing some outside linebacker. Um, yeah, just a, just a great a great wearer of the 31, I, I would say, if I don't say so myself. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's it, boys. Thanks again for a fantastic season. I fucking love this league. You are a great group of guys. Um, we'll probably... <coughs> sorry. Talking a lot. Um, we'll probably have a little bit of podcast action around the draft. Right now it's slated for May 1st, about four days after the NFL draft. Um, the rules for that... So I guess we can talk a little bit of <coughs> off-season etiquette. There is no expansion draft this off-season, so... Free agency will just be open, um, I believe, at all times. If the app locks us out for some reason, then I'm just going to play it as it lies. Uh, but there's, you know, it's just rookies in the in the dynasty draft this coming year. Obviously, three rounds. The draft order has been set. Uh, you'll have 24 hours per pick, and there's a I think an eight hour or six hour dead period from like 12 to 6 a.m., I think, um, where the countdown is not going on because everyone's likely sleeping. Other than that, the clock will be rolling. gives you time to wheel and deal. If you don't want to take your pick, you can dish it out um, and make some trades, all that kind of thing. Um, yeah, other, other than that, we'll, we'll see you around that time, boys. But again, thank you so much for making this league awesome. We will see you in a couple months and uh, check in with you then. Later. It's the end of the show. Will somebody please record an outro? All you need to do is let me know. Please somebody record a fucking outro. Thanks. <laughs>